an extremely rare news video on a Sunday, especially on the final Sunday of Advent. We are one week until Christmas Day, folks. And by now you've had to have heard the news. Father Frank Pavone, who is a kind of long-time champion, one of the most vulnerable, most the people who cannot defend themselves and are the least valued in our society, has been silenced by Rome. They say, and by silence, I mean he has been laicized, removed from the clerical state. The, there's an old adage in politics. If you don't want, or, you know, in politics, typically, bad news is issued on a Friday, when, especially in the evening, most people are on the way home from work or going out to dinner, tuning into the ball game, they're doing anything but watching news. So that's when politicians like to drop the bad news on populations. This news was issued on a Saturday evening. What does that mean? That means that they really were hoping that you wouldn't notice. So what is this all about? Well, we're going to go here pretty much right now to the official party line for this, and that is from the Catholic News Agency. This is about as mainstream a Catholic news outlet as you are ever going to find in the church today. Catholic News Agency isn't, you know, a polemicist. They don't engage in polemics like, you know, I do sometimes. They don't engage in you know, biting commentary. This is just the news. So, headline. Breaking, Vatican dismisses Father Frank Pavone from priesthood. He, they want you to call him Mr. Pavone, which I will not be doing. It's the only time you're going to hear me say that. So, what on, grounds, on what grounds was Father Pavone dismissed from the priesthood? Well, we're going to go over that, but allegedly it's in the blasphemous state, statements made on social media. Well, they never really, I don't think they really tell you what they are, but he apparently said blasphemous things on social media and more the the crux of the issue is disobedience to his bishop over going over a long period of time. Again, this is the official party line. Looming over this is two things. One, Father Frank Pavone, having been previously a very vocal advocate, we could say, activist for the previous American head of state. He loved the man. He was a big voice for him to the point of, some would say, crossing the lines of, get part of, a, of a priest getting into partisan politics. I think that's a big part of this here, folks, because uh, Rome doesn't exact, didn't exactly like the previous administration much. And the other thing looming over this is the Pontifical Academy for Moloch, as I call it. They've hired all these pro-Moloch uh, ritual voices, advocates, and activists to sit on the Academy's board itself to actually help craft policy for Rome, decisions on for Rome on these issues. Rome brought them on uh, to say, this is for you know, bringing in diverse viewpoints and things. It's nonsense. Obviously, it's nonsense. They didn't bring one voice on. They brought, like, a bunch. Hence why I don't call it the Pontifical Academy for Life anymore. I call it the Pontifical Academy for Moloch because that's what it is. The apostates are running Rome right now. So from the article about Father Frank, Frank Provence, we can just get the basics. Quote, Father Frank Pavone, a well-known anti-Moloch activist and national director of the organization of an organization for that cause, has been dismissed from the clerical state for, quote, blasphemous communications on social media and persistent disobedience of the lawful instructions of his diocesan bishop, CNA has learned. In a December 13th letter to U.S. bishops obtained by CNA and confirmed by multiple sources as authentic, Archbishop Christophe Pierre, the apostolic nuncio to the United States, wrote to the prefect of the dicastery for the clergy issued the decision on November 9th, adding that there was no possibility of appeal. Father Pavone was given ample opportunity to defend himself in the canonical proceedings, and he was also given multiple opportunities to submit himself to the authority of his diocesan bishop, explains a separate statement attached to Pierre's letter. 
It was determined that Father Frank Pavone had no reasonable justification for his actions. Pavone, however, told CNA Saturday that he had not been notified about the Vatican's judgment. End quote. Okay, so if you go to his actual Twitter account, the first you see of any mention of his Twitter account on his Twitter account of this was yesterday when this news came down. I believe the priest. He had been not been told of this. So since November 9th, he has, unbeknownst to him, been illicitly offering the sacraments, apparently. Not his fault. Rome never told him. This is wicked stuff, folks. We, we The church is in a lawless state right now. And it, what's even better is, you know, here CNA tells us that the communication from, says, just quoting directly, that that from the Apostolic Nuncio does not specify the actions that led to Pavone's dismissal or name the bishop he disobeyed. And in fact, the statement calls him Mr. Pavone. Again, I'm not going to call him that. He's been reduced to a lay state for disobeying his bishop. And I want to point out something here. The bishops, a lot of them tell a lot of the activists on that side of things to tone it down, especially the priests. They want the laity doing this stuff. They don't want priests. A priest or a bishop showing up to these to these you know rallies and things is fine with them, but a priest leading it they they don't want. Even though as a laity, we want the priests and the bishops leading. What they want is nothing more than a bishop occasionally showing up. I want you also to think about it this way: What priests are permitted to speak unfettered in the church today? Who are they? It's not priests like Father Pavone. It's priests like Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, a man who preaches against inerrant scripture, against things in the Bible that sacred scripture tells us are sins that cry out to heaven for justice. He preaches in favor of those things. He preaches in favor of the church changing its teaching. He has said that St. Paul, quote, got it wrong on that issue, on the issue so dear to him. Such an, a weird thing for a priest to be so just focused on. But Pastor Jimmy Martin is focused on that sin, and it's very odd. And he, yet not only does he, is he allowed to teach and allowed to preach, allowed to be an activist, he's head of multiple organizations that fight for this, publishes books for this, and he's an advisor for media communications to the Holy See. Meaning Rome gave him a promotion. This happened a couple years ago. Now, why? They, they, they never tell you that, you know, they never tell you in the Father Pavone case what happened, what he said that was blasphemous on social media. And so I'm just going, I just, you know, going through his Twitter and I'm like, oh, granted, he could have deleted it, whatever it was, if we said it on Twitter. I could, he could have deleted it. But, you know, all he's saying is, you know, things that, you know, self described Catholic politicians saying on that, on the Moloch topic. He says what they say is blasphemous. Fact check, true. That is absolutely true. You know, here he had, <sighs> on yesterday, the day the news came down, he had a mass, he was saying, that was live streamed on Twitter. Right? I mean, blasphemy. I, I don't know where what it is, but where? There is no citation to it. Now, that having been said, over at catholicculture.org, uh, Phil Lawler has an article from like 10 years ago of talking about how uh, Father Frank Pavone had been warned by bishops numerous times to fall in line, and he refused. So I'm going to ask you this question. You, the viewer, what is the limit to obedience for a priest to his bishop? 
Should Father Pavone, when bishops demand him to scale it back, keep their the hands off the partisan stuff, and to scale back, don't lead these events, go ahead and show up and speak, maybe, but go ahead, but just withdraw. Don't be such a public figure on it. Is he due obedience to the bishop? Yes or no? I need to know that answer to that question because this is the question for our times. Because ultimately, Father Frank Provone, I think, is a good priest. I don't know where he lands on the traditionalist to conservative Novus Ordo spectrum of priests. I don't know. He's out there fighting the good fight for the for those who can't defend themselves. That earns that earns a lot of street cred in my book. I don't I don't care about that the, the, that divide on this. But I want to know what obedience should he give to the bishops when they tell him that he goes too far. That is something you and I need to have a conversation about. We need to discuss this. We need to get down to it because look, I've been very I'm very pro SSPX. I'm very pro FSSP. I'm very pro any traditional priestly fraternity you can name and pro independent priests. Okay, I'm pro all of it. What I'm, but there is a place for obedience. And what is the limit to it on this? When they, in the relationship between a bishop and his priest, because Frank, Father Frank Provone is now the most high-profile priest getting canceled. Now I have very little doubt that he will get help, probably from the Coalition for Canceled Priests and other organizations that help priests who have been canceled. But he got canceled by Rome. He got canceled by the highest earthly authority in the church. That's a message being sent. I think secular politics is really at the heart of this. So I'm curious what you think of this. Keep praying for the priest and also pray for Bishop Strickland, who is the only bishop at the time that I'm putting this together, who came out and publicly called this out for a travesty and asked for prayers for the priest. So thank you, Bishop Strickland, for your leadership on this. But please let me know what you, the viewer, think about this in the comments, please. And if there's any priest watching in the comments, let me know what you think the limits of the, bit of, of the um, of obedience are and uh, probably do it from an anonymous account. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble with your bishop. Let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help us to share this on social media. That helps a lot as well. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.